We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks because they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. Collectively known as Flat 29. And this week... We're blue, And by that, we mean that this week's chapter of our big book of everything is about blue. Rich, how are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit down. Are you feeling blue? Yes. <laughs> well, I feel for you, Rich. We all sometimes find ourselves feeling a little blue. What do you like to do to cheer yourself up? Or how do you cheer up other people when they're feeling blue? I like to um, jump around and do a little dance. Just over-enthusiasm. Maybe like to clap right in front of their face. <laughs> Who have you managed to cheer up then with that kind um, of tactic? I don't know. Friends. Raymond. Members of the band The Smiths. That would be impossible, wouldn't it? <laughs> How would you cheer up Morrissey? Cheer up Morrissey. That should be the name of like a children's TV show. <laughs> cheer up Morrissey. It's not all bad. You're in a pop band. Yeah, I don't know. How would you cheer someone up, Charlie? Well, it's a tough call, to be honest. I mean, I suppose it depends why exactly are they so blue. Why are they so blue, Rich? Why are they so blue, Rich? Well, I think you need to get to the cause of the problem and then tackle it head on. Okay. So, I mean, if it's because someone's died... Yeah. Like, you could um, try and bring them back to life. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Which, I'm really sad because my grand's died. Where's her corpse? <laughs> yeah, I'll my... go and have a look at her. I mean, you might not okay. get very far, but they might congratulate you for trying. That's true. It's the thought that counts. I've dug up your grand. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. I've had a poke around, but I couldn't do anything. <laughs> Sorry. But what if it's a more minor issue? Like, um... You can't underestimate the power of giving someone a little hug, help them, help an old lady across the road. Yeah. Pent a robber in the face. <laughs> you don't really get the opportunity to do that much, do you? But the problem is, helping old ladies across the road is a nice idea, but they're quite terrified of children and young people. And also, they've got scooters, haven't they? They don't need us to get across the road. <laughs> if anything, they... we need help from yeah, them. We need help from being run down by them. They should be given an ASBE. <laughs> is there an uh, old lady equivalent of an ASBO? What does ASBE stand for? Antisocial behavioural order. Alright. Asbe is a good alternative Christmas gift, I think. Is it? Like now, like Christmas gifts are like, oh, it's not just, oh, here's a book or a PlayStation. It's like, oh, here's a mining experience. <laughs> Not that, but... A like, mining experience. Or, like, drive an F1 car. They could have, like, have an Asbo. Yeah, I like the idea of a mining experience. So you send, what, you spend, like, a week down a mine. Yeah. It's like digging for coal. This is great, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Dad. It's been two weeks since I last saw you. I want to know where I stand. I think I'm falling in love with you Baby, can I be your podcast man? 
Okay, well, I've had my mining experience, but I am still feeling a bit blue. How are you going to cheer me up, Charlie? Couldn't you just make everybody who's upset ever just make them a cup of tea? Tea. Now that is the British tea way solves everything. of solving that all the is, big problems. That is the British way, isn't it? I remember at university when there was a fire, someone set fire to the car outside our house. First thing, everyone in the kitchen have a cup of tea. And it was fine. After all the fire got sorted out. <laughs> not yeah. The first yeah. thing, obviously, ring 999. Step one, put out the fire. Put out the fire. I wouldn't recommend tea straight away in any emergency. <laughs> but no, it's like, hey, quickly, the car's on fire. Hang on, I'm just making a cup of tea. Obviously. I'm just ima- imagining a blockbuster movie where it's like, shit, the building's going to collapse. We've got to get out. And uh, James Bond's just brewing a tea. <laughs> the kettle's taking a while. We're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's having a coffee and it's like, what, Bond? You're not going to use instant coffee? Why do you always insist on using a cafetiere? Yeah, <laughs> we've really not got time, Bond. <laughs> no, you've got to plunge it slowly or all the coffee beans get into the yeah. top portion. <laughs> Bond is so particular about his hot drinks. He really is. It's I mean, really it difficult. never makes the cut of the film. That's why he's so particular about his martinis, that mm. he has to have them, you know, all particularly made and it takes ages and it yeah. really disrupts every mission. But. You know, um, some companies hire a secret shopper. Yeah. James Bond is a secret shopper. <laughs> he's like, can I have a martini shaken not stirred and then he bloody assesses how good it's shaken and not stirred. But he just does that like for some money on the side so as well as like foiling an international crime ring yeah. he also fills out some forms about the local <laughs> <Yeah>. bars. <laughs> but obviously he gives, a, he gives the restaurant a good review if he cops off with one of the waitresses. <laughs> Say <laughs> like which is of, most of the time yeah. actually. James Bond. Oh Bond. He works in Tesco now. <laughs> on the checkouts. That's what all the old Bonds do because obviously, like you know, Sean Connery, all these lot don't do it anymore. Now they work on Tesco. You just imagine them all lined up. Sean Connery, Timothy Dalton, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, just all at the checkouts at the same time in Tesco. <laughs> and then all the minor characters pack your bags. Like, odd job. Odd job. He'd <laughs> be a shit bag packer, though, because he's not tall enough to reach, like, yeah, the bags. It's true, isn't it? Odd job would be, like, um, the security, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, he'll see, like, a teenager stealing a pack of Haribo and throw a hat in their face and, and kill them kill or them something. to death, yeah. Um, the man with the golden gun, he could pack bags. What, Scaramanga, yeah. Yeah, Scaramanga. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is a real relegation for him, isn't it? Blow, Blofeld does clean up on the aisle. With yeah, the that's true. He's like the... out of his dead cat. What does Jaws do? Jaws would run a crash <laughs> in, t- in the supermarket. <laughs> okay. What kind of supermarkets do you go to that have a crash? I don't know, but would you leave your baby with Jaws? <laughs> Probably not. And what would the Bond girls do? Would they stack the shelves? Well, someone's got to stack the shelves. Yeah. They won't be happy about it, but they'll have no, to. No, they won't, will they? <laughs> I mean, is this unfair? They've all gone down in the world. They have to accept they're not in Bond anymore. Oh, yeah. They have to accept that they're going to have to do some low-level retail work. <laughs> yeah. Bond's on the checkout. It's not fun, but someone's got to do it. And then, like, because Bonds would love that. Um, like, all the women bending over to 
stack of shelf of yeah. beans or something. It would just be the whole thing would be just rife with innuendo. Yeah. Imagine that. You're stacking a shelf. You're a sexy young lady stacking a shelf. And you've got like eight former Bonds just staring at your ass as you bend down and all going, Oh, well, I wouldn't like to see the duty on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Bond says, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he says that all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, just getting through the checkout, like when you... Because the checkout people have to, like, go, Oh, nice card. Or something like that. <laughs> but Bond would do all the innuendo, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. Like... You put some bananas through and go, oh, that's a slippery character. That looks like a cock, you'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Because they haven't been in Bond for a little while, so their innuendo skills are kind of rusty. Yeah, there's no writers anymore, so now they're just, they're really lewd. (laughs) They're just, just, their material is much more blue, eh? Yeah, Yeah. oh. Time for another flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes Flat 20 rhymes is the section where in each chapter We make a brand new song about the topic For this week's chapter, Blue, me and Rich have worked on a song together about the formerly popular UK boy band, Blue. This is Blue's Blues. Here's a little story about how I ended up on the streets singing the blues. Way back in 2001, it was the start of a new millennium. Oh, 
to your face. I rest my case. Now, for the following section, we have commissioned Charlie to write for us another play. He did a play for us back in Chapter 12 on the elderly, and he's done one now, again. What is it, Charlie? <laughs> uh, well, this is one that you sent me quite an interesting email, which said, these are the characters that must be included, write a play. And I went, oh, I'm really busy, let's see what I can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, we came up with some particular Blue-related characters that we wanted Charlie to get into play. Those characters were Blue Red who is a blues singer slash uh, digital video format enthusiast <laughs> and Captain Bluetooth who is a pirate slash mobile phone connectivity enthusiast <laughs> that's the one I've really run with <laughs> okay so Charlie you've written a play around those now who are we going to play what's our characters well uh, Rich uh, if you'd care to take on the mantle of uh, Blue Ray the uh, grizzled old blues musician I shall. Dan, if you'd like to take on uh, Captain Bluetooth. Okay. I'm going to take on various other characters. I will be the okay. tech support guy and the <laughs> big blue screen of death. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little preview of the upcoming <laughs> events of The Blue Blues of Captain Bluetooth by Charlie Mosson. And I should stress that me and Rich haven't actually read this script yet, so we're going at it blind. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I haven't really read it, so it might not make sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Blue Blues of Captain Bluetooth by Charlie Mosserson. Way back in the long hot summer of 2057, I used to ride the air rails between the islands, flying high and taking inspiration for the songs from the people I met and the places I went. I'm Blue Ray and I'm all about the blues. Sliding and bending, I seek from phrase to phrase, molding life's images through blue-tinted glasses. Arr, searching for devices with which to connect. This here's Captain Bluetooth, diseased of gum and grizzled old sea dog. Things happened to him a long time ago, things we do not know. Together, we rode the rails while the captain searched, searched for the one machine that would free him from the fear of the evil blue screen of death. Device found. Ah, there we go. Yo-ho, me hearties. Nearly there. Only a few more stops. Stop, 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 stop. He's frozen and silent once more. The blues light is upon him, spilling from his portal to the technical world. Try calling tech support. Hello, and welcome to the blue screen of death tech support line. Your call is currently being held in a queue and is of importance to us as we generate a significant amount of money from this premium rate phone line. Please hold the line and your call might be answered. And so we reach Journey's finale, a stop at the end of the line, where desolation and heartbreak are your full-time companions (laughs) and the sky is full of nothing but blue. Everyone off the train. I have no idea what Blu-ray is going on about. <laughs> He's too That's poetic kind of point, for me. So. <laughs> okay. So where is this device then, Captain? Is it by any chance in that conveniently located abandoned factory that is left to churn out memories of half-empty glasses? <laughs> I guess so. Searching for devices with which to connect. Five billion devices found. Please select from this list. That's going to take longer than one of my metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Project it up onto that screen over there. Wait, what's happening? Look at that. 
Yo, listen up! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got too enthusiastic. <laughs> Yo, listen up. Here's a story about a little guy who lives in a blue world and was controlled by me. For I am the evil blue Davadi, screen of death. It is I who profit from all of your computer errors. I who controlled this world's technology. And I who shall stop you from connecting with the one bug-free device in this universe. Hello. Thanks for holding. Ah, that'd be excellent timing. Your call is very important to our finances. What is the nature of your technical problem? We be faced with the evil blue screen of death, and he's about to have us walk the plank. Have you tried switching it on and off again? Yarg, that'd be a little impractical, as he is about to disconnect all our electronic devices and stop me from connecting to ye ultimate bug-free device. What were you doing when the problem happened? I be trying to connect to the only bug-free device to be found on the Seven Seas. Oh, in that case, I don't think I can help you. This is, in fact, the blue screen of death tech support, and we're not actually designed to actually support you. We're here to keep you on hold whilst making money from your call. Did you not listen to the message? Blasty to hell. We'll be settling this on our own, then, it seems. Captain, if we just walk around the back of the monitor on which he's displayed, I think we could probably reach the device. A gold doubloon for the man for such a fine idea. Are we in range of the device for you to connect like a mother and her child are two lovers intertwined? <laughs> device found. Please input bin. Try the first number, one, and it's three sisters, each as pure as the first snow. <laughs> one, 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 one it is then. Device connected. Congratulations! You now have trouble-free access to everything ever! No! Damn you, you have thwarted my plans! From here on, you can bypass my error message and pass on software patches to fix me. I am obsolete! (laughs) And with that, he was gone. In an explosion of binary hexadecimal language. Back to a land of the numbers and code where blue is a figment of a programmer's slumbers and the music of the soul is every color but blue. Well, there we go. That was a play. It was very confusing. I, liked it. I was confused too. <laughs> it's good though. It's because um, Blue Ray is far too poetic. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And his accent varies. <laughs> it really does. I really lost it after the first page. Flat 29 have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flat 29 have a podcast. I download it from the Let's talk about blue movies, which is basically a classy way of saying pornography, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yep. a blue movie. That's a blue movie. Now, the world of pornography is a very competitive place. Anyone who's ever casually glanced at the computer knows that the internet is basically fit to bursting with pornography. But there's big money in it as well. And if you can find a niche market, then you're pretty much set up to con loads of money out of perverts, which is something I think that we should do. I, I think we should. <laughs> yeah. So have we got any ideas for our own Flat 29 branded blue movies? Perhaps a storyline or conceit, maybe? The best- best way to start off with an idea in the porn industry is come up with a title that's basically a play on a real film title yeah and work backwards okay so shaving ryan's private boy story three boy story three yeah (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) and um it's all about naked toys it's a niche it's a bit weird 
I've got an idea for a film. It's called One Man Bands. <laughs> and basically, okay. I don't know why it's called One Man Bands, <laughs> but it's it's a human that's got all of the parts of a man and a woman. Ah. But the parts aren't literally where they'd be, like maybe like the penis is on his head. The, the vagina's, vagina's on his foot. And his then he just foot. kicks himself in the head <laughs> yeah. for an hour. That sort of thing. Okay. But all it is is it's like a totally white background and just the person. <laughs> it's called One Man Band. So how are you going to engineer this? Like, I'm sure that person doesn't actually exist. Oh, you mock shit. it up in a studio. Yeah. CGI. CGI or um, just, like, make a rubber suit. Are you going to wear it? Are you going to be it? No, Charlie is. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't agreed to this. Okay, well, we haven't really got a great concept. So why don't we think of some actors that we could use? James Bond, former actors. <laughs> Not James Bond, though. Okay. I wonder if you could get, if there's, like, a porn film revolving around, like, Tesco employees. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there is a mother and a son uh oh sh- I don't like where this is going <laughs> it's not it's not like that <laughs> the mother and the son are doing some shopping at Tesco's yeah they get to the checkout and one of the items hasn't got a barcode on it shit OMG so they have sex so, no <laughs> oh, okay. no so the boy gets sent off to find the product right. and get another version and when he finds it there's a sexy Tesco employee there yeah and then they have sex <laughs> what all that start lead up was irrelevant yeah but you've got to lead up you've got to have a bit of a story before it moves into mindless sex but you've led up with like a really unsexy thing like normally the lead up is something like you know a normal everyday situation but in a kind of sexy way you've led with a mother and a son <laughs> like just getting the wrong item how's that meant to get people this, in the mood I'd be rubbish at porn <laughs> who's going to be the mother and the son then okay the mother's going to be Judy Dench yeah yeah she can do Judy it Judy Dench because she's quite sexy yeah and she's been in the Bond films <laughs> crucially she has been in the Bond films <laughs> and the son Macaulay Culkin Daniel Radcliffe what the Harry Potter man yeah. child yeah man child yeah Daniel Radcliffe could be the boy yeah and he goes off and then he meets the sexy employee and yeah. he's the sexy employee um, Meryl Streep Meryl Streep we, we've really got nothing in between the two no <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe and Meryl Streep this is really unpleasant isn't it yeah <laughs> I think we've fallen at the first hurdle of this one well what about porn music do you re- I think we could write some music for porn couldn't we well we could write a porn musical oh is there a porn musical I'd love to see like the recitative sections in the porn musical explain and that's the bit when they go I'm going to the shops I'm walking down the road oh, so the road the is dis- long the road is long yes it's long <laughs> oh look he is unzipping his fly why why oh, why, why? <laughs> okay that's good we could do a blue movie with blue actors mm. having blue sex blue man group <laughs> <laughs> 
happily man group. Like Avatar. Like Avatar. That must exist, the Avatar porn film, by now. James Cameron's done it. I think his father directed the porn version. Oh, really? David Cameron. Oh, David Crazy Hammer on Cameron. Yeah. He's cozying it to Pakistan, but in the background he's uh, writing his first (laughs) porn (laughs) spoof. If you, like, see his notes at the press conferences, he's just doodling some sketches of someone having sex with a blue man. And everyone likes a dirty drawing. It's true. That is true. Even President Obama enjoys a dirty noodle. Of course. He wouldn't be president if he didn't. That would be quite good, like a US political porn-themed regular show. Sex in the Pentagon. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of army men. Just the, the sexiness becomes too much. They all just get down to because okay, you could just have like shots of missiles everywhere for innuendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. it gets to the sex bit, it shows like a missile firing into uh... a cord of civilians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really quite bleak. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge Charlie, let's take away his dignity and pride. Challenge Charlie, we'll make you do whatever we decide. Challenge Charlie, give him a pointless task, he can't say no. Challenge Charlie is the section where we give Charlie a challenge and he has to do it or he is fired from the podcast. Now this week, Charlie, we've done you a karaoke-based challenge. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm a little worried. Okay, worried good. about what this will be. Good. But, but you were karaoke champion 1994. Yes, Rich, but... That was a long time ago. We've been out of practice since then. Now, the reason for this, Charlie, is we noticed that quite a lot of songs have the word blue in the title. It's a popular conceit for a song. And so we've put together some karaoke versions of some blue-related songs for you to sing to. Your first track is Europop classic Blue by the band Eiffel 65. Oh, that really is a classic. It really is. Okay, so if you want to just play the uh, track there... And just try and sing along. Okay, I'll, I'll see how it goes. It's a banging beat. Brilliant all day. Excellent. That was Blue by Eiffel 65. Here's how it should have sounded. I'm blue, dabba dee dabba die, dabba dee dabba die, dabba dee dabba die, dabba dee need a guy, need a kid of a guy, dabba dee I'm a guy, and a new one a guy, he's a man. That was actually worse than your version, yeah. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drunk when you did these? No. <laughs> no, that's the sad that's thing. That's the sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your next track is popular classic Blue Moon. Do you know who that's originally by, Rich? Bluey Joe. Bluey Joe. From Jacksonville. I think it's by Mr. A. Alliston Anonymous. What does that mean? Call me Anonymous. Oh, Alistair Nominus, the CEO of Anonymous. <laughs> Please, call me Anonymous. Anyway. Um, yeah, Blue Moon. You ready, Charlie? Yeah. Okay, this is Blue Moon. Blue Moon, you saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart <laughs> 
without a love of my own. <laughs> wow. wow, that was excellent. Well, here's how it should have sounded. <laughs> Blue moon, I saw you standing alone, doing texts on your phone, in a mobile zone. <laughs> mobile zone. <laughs> There we go. Again, you did it better nice. than us. Yes. You remembered more of the lyrics. Yeah, we only knew the first two lines, Charlie. <laughs> well, your next track, let's step it up a notch. Let's do one that you don't necessarily know. Uh, this is Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. Do you know that song? I don't at all, no. Excellent. Well, what you've got to do then is just based on that uh, title, Blue Christmas, you've just got to try and sing along, really, and freestyle it. Okay. Yeah. Sing how you imagine it would go. All right. All right. I'll have a blue, blue Christmas this year (laughs) It's gonna be blues (laughs) With lots of snow (laughs) But I'm feeling blue I love it I like it. I don't know why it's blue. It sounds great. Okay, here's how it should have sounded. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Have a blue shoe in the <laughs> for these correct versions we've essentially done the same thing and just sung how we imagine it goes <laughs> yeah. and the lyric on that one rich sung i'll have a blue shoe in the lane <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> i'm a dick finally then we've got a song for you which is uh, by willie nelson and it's called blue eyes crying in the rain do you know that not at all not at all right let's hit it but willie nelson willie nelson i think he will <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor joke. <laughs> it's all to play for, but Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie Nelson, let's find out after the break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Willie Nelson. This evening I'm gonna see your blue eyes crying in the rain. To a cheesy country tune <laughs> In the rain <laughs> Very good. Good one. That was nice and accurate. Well good done. Work. That is good. Here's how it should have sounded. In the twilight's glow I see we sort of thought that every song should have Eiffel 65 <laughs> blue <laughs> as a backing vocal. <laughs> it's a classic backing It's a world vocal. leader in blue songs. Well, Charlie, I think after that, did he pass, Rich? I'd say. I'd I say think, so. I think if we didn't let him pass with our shit versions <laughs> I think we should be fired <laughs> if anything we're fired <laughs> well done Charlie an excellent challenge congratulations thank you it's good to know that the skills that he possessed in 1994 are still ever 
present. Watch out, Karaoke Championships 1995. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last couple of weeks since our previous podcast. So we got a letter in from listener Dan uh, on the topic of Charlie being in Sweden as discussed on our live Pride 48 show. How much notice has Charlie been giving before a business meeting and has he been swapping business cards in the correct way? Well, Charlie, how much notice have you been given when arranging a meeting now you're in Sweden? Uh, I haven't arranged any meetings, but meetings that I've attended. One I wasn't informed of that was for the entire company. Everybody else knew about it except me. Uh, <laughs> so that's no no week's notice. One, somebody walked up to my desk and went, we're having a meeting now. Come oh, along if gosh. you want. Oh, no. They're all breaking yeah, protocol. There's none of this two-week nonsense. <laughs> well, how many blowjobs are you giving? <laughs> On average. On average. I've yet to give any, but I, somebody was telling me uh, long and involved stories about the time that he did give a guy a blowjob for food <laughs> that's, that's a completely unrelated issue <laughs> oh my god okay We've got some quality that, is, that, is that how you exchange business cards then I, I i've yet to get a business card from him so uh you know i'm, I'm quite happy without it to be honest <laughs> fair enough but um, yeah, so what is the business like? Because we had a few people commenting on our on our live show that people just don't do business in Sweden. What do you say to that now you're out there? Um, I actually spend quite a lot of my time sitting about having lunch in the sunshine. Oh, so that's how you do business. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure I actually do very much business, to be honest. We also had a letter in from listener Matt from the Colin and Matt show who wrote in on the topic of friend girls who are girls that we had as friends when we were younger. I had a friend girl when I was a wee whippersnapper and like Rick, I had ulterior motives. She had a Nez, and we used to play Mario 3. She taught me everything I needed to know. If a cart won't work, just blow on it and stick it back in, and it'll all be fine. That's a, that's a good tactic, I think. Where else in life does that tactic work? Taking it out, blowing on it, putting it back in again. It definitely works for um, business cards in <laughs> Sweden. <laughs> Take it out, blow on it, put, put it, it back, back in. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just works in all, like, if you've broken your leg, blow on it. Yeah. Wipe some spit on it and uh, then you'll be fine. You don't do that with a NES cartridge. <laughs> no, don't. Wipe but... some spit on it. That's disgusting. Remind me never to play on your NES. Send us an email whenever you can. I know you're really busy deleting your spam. Podcast at flat29.com. And why not jazz it up with an emoticon? Or a long card. Shut up, lolcat. According to a semi-recent study, scientists predict that the colour of your eyes could determine your achievements in life. Research scientist Double Blind Giles did some double blind trials. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he said, We predict that those with blue eyes are more likely to sparkle academically than those with brown. They are more intelligent and gain more qualifications because they study more effectively and perform better in exams. Now, this is bad news for Flat29, as we're pretty much a brown-eyed band, I think. People are going to take one look into our beautiful brown eyes and assume that we're idiots, and examiners will fail us on the spot. So how can we make use of our physical appearance to convince everyone that we're intelligent? I could wear a suit which has the periodic table nice. sort of stitched all into it, That'd be like great. in squares with the numbers. 
colours. A patchwork yeah. type suit with multicoloured, bit like Joseph, but yeah. more intelligent. <laughs> it's like Joseph science version of Joseph the <laughs> yeah. Technicolor Dreamcoat. How I loved my coat of many elements. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely watch that musical if it was all about helium and argon. Argon, make me a cup of tea. That'd be uh, a good sitcom based around the elements. <laughs> Elementary school, it's called. And it's about all the elements uh, go to school together. I just imagine it like friends, but with elements Oh, instead. okay. Who would be the Phoebe, the kooky one? Um, Magnesium. Magnesium. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's obviously. a great name, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, no, maybe Mercury, because he doesn't behave like it should. <laughs> oh, really? It's liquid at room temperature. Just like Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> She's a liquid at room temperature as well. <laughs> um, who would be the kind of ladies' man, Joey? Argon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets Sexy all the tricks. Argon. And then Ross, the kind of kooky scientist, would be Einsteinium. Einsteinium, yeah. the famous an element. element. That is, is an it? element, yeah. Check your coat. Shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so, ha- yeah, so appearing clever. I could wear, I could staple a calculator to my face. <laughs> Deal. We could, you know, like ladies wear earrings. Yeah. I could wear two cal- mini calculators and staple them to my ears. Yeah. I don't have one- to staple them, they are just pierce them. <laughs> on one side, you could have the numbers one through five, and then five to nine on the other side. Okay. And then if you need to do a calculation involving both of them, it sort of goes through your neck. <laughs> what about. I <laughs> don't know what that means. What about if I wore a t-shirt that said ABC, easy as one, two, three on it? Would I look clever then? Because then you'd get um, intelligent girls and girls who like Jackson 5. Yeah. Which is all the girls in the world. (laughs) You've got to either fall into one category or the other. (laughs) Or a crossover, of course. What about when you go out clubbing and you invent some new dance moves or variations on a theme? So rather than like body popping and doing the worm and stuff, you kind of do uh, like a saw wave and sort of (laughs) a sine wave and stuff. Oh, okay. So physics. Smart dance moves. Six dance yeah. moves. Jumping around, going, I'm an electron. <laughs> you could do a really complicated three person dance move. Well, one of you is a proton, one of you is a neutron. Oh no, I can't remember and one physics. Of you is a <laughs> electron. A hot rod. <laughs> yeah, a hot rod. Thing like one of you stands in the middle and one of you spins around the yeah. other person. Be amazing. Physics dance. And then someone would come up to you and go, Excuse me, are you three collectively helium? Yes, we are! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't help noticing you're collectively helium. Do you want to have sex? So that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything chapter on Blue. We would love you to get in touch with us on all the usual means. Email podcast at flat29.com, Facebook us or twitter.com slash flat29. Now this has been the last chapter in what we're going to call volume one of Flat 29's Big Book of Everything. We'll be back in the second week of September, so that's four weeks time for the start of volume two. Before that, in two weeks, you're going to get a kind of compilation show. There'll be a few extra bits thrown in there as well so have a listen to that and then we will see you in four weeks time for the start of flat 29's big book of everything volume two we'll see you then bye 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 blue baby <laughs> bye blue lady right i'm stopping now i'm stopping recording if we're going to do this i'm just stopping now <laughs> okay flat 29's big book of everything another topic down a millions to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know
Hello? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. One, two, two three. Synchronize. Synchronize. But Charlie, synchronize. You, but Charlie, you have to say, can you say one, two, three, synchronize at the same time as us? Ready? Well, yeah, but you need to explain that before doing it. I know. Before we fell apart. <laughs> okay. I didn't stop it recording, by the way. Do we really need to do this? Uh, oh. oh, no, then. It's <laughs> a good okay. point, actually, isn't it? Uh, should we say one, two, three, synchronize? Let's do it. Yeah, okay. One, one two, two, three, synchronize! Da da da! Da da da! That clipped like a bitch, so that should oh, that's stand fine. out. Yeah, as long as it stands out. I clipped like right. a bitch once. So, um, 